All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of a hundred books a year with Kevin. Uh, today, I want to um, keep talking about self awareness and I talk about the three common blind spots. Right. So let's start out with an experiment. Right. That's my favorite kinds of openings for the podcast. So there was this psychologist named Const Constantine Sedicus, S C D I K I D S. Um, so what he did, what she did, I think it was she, what she did <laughs> was, um, she tests prisoners, right, who have committed violent crimes, right? like, those are the people, not just, like, you know, like, with, like, you know, uh, yitty bitty, you know, like, uh, a tiny crime, but they actually committed crimes, right, like, we're talking, like, burglary or murder or rapist, right, violent crimes, and they give them a list of personality traits, right? They're like, okay, um, rank yourself on this, right? From, you know, uh, different criteria, right? Like how loving I, uh, I am, how well am I, you know, uh, expecting boundaries, like, you know, along those lines. And then the control group is they have a bunch of community members, right? Like people that are not in jail who are, you know, have their rights in the community and they're doing that as well. So... Here's the thing, right? The traits are, you know, are you moral? Are you kind to others? Are you trustworthy? Are you honest? Are you dependable? Are you compassionate? Are you generous? Are you self-controlled? Are you low of bidding, right? So the results are actually interesting because the prisoners, they rank themselves superior to other inmates by eight out of nine. So that means if you have nine prisoners in front of you and you have them do the... Um, uh, questionnaire, eight out of nine people will rank themselves higher <laughs> on average compared to the others, right? And what's crazy about that is you might say, okay, that's normal, right? Like, you know, we, have, we all like to think highly of ourselves and that's normal. But the thing is, is the prisoners rank themselves superior <laughs> compared to the community member. Those people that are in jail for violent crime, I'm talking murders, I'm, I'm, I'm talking like rapists or burglary, they rank themselves more moral, more kind to others, more trustworthy, more honest, more dependable compared to the community people, the people that are not in jail, right? And the only thing that they did not do is there is a question called law-abiding. Like, are you more law-abiding than normal? Thankfully, the prisoners did not say, yeah, I'm more, law, uh, I'm more law-abiding because they know they broke the law. That's why they are in prison, right? So... The crazy thing is, is that the prisoners think of themselves equally law-abiding compared to the community uh, members, meaning that from all the rest, right, moral, kind of other, trustworthy, they all rank higher than the community members. And then the last thing that they did not rank higher, they actually have a virtual tie, which is a law-abiding, right? So the prisoners that committed violent crimes think of themselves as equally law-abiding as the people that are not in jail. That's just crazy, right? That, that just shows you how, how much of a grasp we have in terms of um, self-awareness, right? So that leads to a couple um, blind spots, right? So first of all, it's actually very, very easy, the knowledge blindness, right? Where the opinions we have about our abilities is specific in certain situations are based less on our 
performance or our ability, but more on the general belief we have about ourselves and underlying skills. So what that means is we typically have this idea, how do I feel about myself? What do I think of myself? It's not really based on what kind of a performance that we generally have, right? Typically, the higher the expertise that you have in a certain subject, the more knowledge that you might have with that blindness, right? Now, secondly, emotional blindness, what that means is we tend to distort our perception about what we think and also how we feel. So what that means is, is we make decisions based on emotions rather, uh, rather than thinking about it, right? Uh, I remember this uh, kidney example that we did from way back, right? So let's say the kidney, uh, the the uh, recipient list is like from one to thirty, right? Let's say a kidney is very very rare, and then one comes, right? Like let's say the first one, the first person on the list rejected it, the second person on the list rejected it, the third person on the list rejected it, right? If you are like say number twelve on the list, and then most people they turn down that kidney, even though they could be life saving because. They're like, yeah, the other 12 people not want it. They, like, it must be a bad kidney, right? So that is an emotion blindness, right? They, they let their perceptions of reality or they let their emotions to call the shots, right? Number three, we have the behavior blindness. So what that means is the inability to see our own behavior clearly or objectively as a result of a perspective problem, right? So in that sense, that if you're too close to the situation, then you cannot really see what's going on afterwards. So those three, right? We talk about the knowledge one, uh, emotional and behavioral. How do we combat that, right? How do we kind of avoid those things, right? Because I'm a firm believer that um, we need to constantly involve like a firmware update, like, you know, like the Apple ones or the uh, Android ones. How do we avoid those blind spots, right? So Tasha, she gave a couple of points that I think are really interesting. First is that identify your assumptions, right? Really have a view of what do you think? How do you feel? What's your view? It could be politics, right? So when things don't go right, we assume that it is caused by our environment. We assume that something happened to us. Now we did a to something, right? So the last thing that we will check is the belief system. And I think that is the most important thing that we should look at is what is our assumptions? What is our perspective? What is something that it becomes so automatic to us that it might be looking a little bit iffy or uncomfortable to others, right? The tip that she gave is write down what you think might happen and write down what actually happened, right? Let's say uh, you are predicting a presidential election or let's say you are doing this at work, uh, write down what you think might happen and what actually happened. I think that's a good tip, right? Secondly, we have keep learning, right? That's what I'm talking about as a firm update. I do it through reading. So especially when you're in an area that we think we know a lot, but in reality, we don't, right? So overconfident can occur to low performer and then they think that they are the guy, they're the man, they're the woman, they're the best person on the team, but in reality, they suck, right? Number three is I see feedback from others and also ability and also behavior. So what that means is that it's really, really important for us to look at, okay, here's what's happening. Okay, that's what's going on. And we really want to 
open to feedback and have the integrity to take it and be have uh, having like a solution oriented oriented mindset. So I think those are really interesting points within the chapters. Just just gonna give you guys a quick break breakdown and then maybe you you guys can think about okay what kind of a knowledge that I have and what kind of a situation or implementation of a process of learning that I should use for this particular area. All right. This is the three blind spot. And uh, if you like the podcast, feel free to subscribe and share with your uh, friends and family. Give us five stars and then we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.